Well, welcome in to another edition of The Big Picture with Larry Raglan. I am your host, Larry Raglan. We are coming to you on YouTube and also on the podcast. So we're going to get into a very, very special guest that we have today. I'm going to introduce him formally in just a minute, but some of you already know about him. Some of you are going to learn about him today. He is an amazing, anointed songwriter. He has written so many songs we're going to talk to you about in just a minute. But more than that, he is a preacher of the gospel. He is changing lives all over the world, and he is Un, no no other than the man the myth the legend james Payne. and right after this i'm gonna bring him in and he's gonna bless you big time on the big picture here we go Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Welcome into the big picture. And we are excited today, as I tell you all the time here. Sometimes it's just on me, me out here just doing some rambling thoughts on different subjects and sometimes controversial, sometimes funny. Uh, but, you know, we just want to be the That's why we call it the big picture, because we want to be able to show you everything, not just what you see in the natural and certainly not just what you hear in, in the secular media. But we want you to know there's a lot more going on. God wants you to have your eyes open in your spiritual eyes awake not woke that's our theme here but awake uh but today as we do often we have very powerful uh guests to come on uh to talk about their ministry to share their heart with you and to bless you and today we have with us bishop james Payne. he is the founder and director of james Payne's ministry he is there in the big city of nashville tennessee uh and he is a grammy nominated songwriter listen to this y'all he has written over 2500 songs he is by over 2,500 songs been recorded by 1,200 soloists, choirs, groups, and individuals. Man, I could go on and on. He is a writer. He's an artist of 81 of his songs have reached number one on various music charts. And I'll talk more about it in a minute. Let's just bring him on in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. James Payne, come on in, brother. Larry, how you doing, man? I like the big picture. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We are excited. As you can hear, the crowd is going wild. We are excited to have James Payne. What a blessing. Well, Brother James, come on in to the big picture. You know, you and I met uh, very uniquely. I was I was yeah. at uh, the great Dr. Rod Parsley's Dominion Camp meeting in 2019, and, yeah. uh, and I was sitting over to the side, and all of a sudden this guy just sits down beside me and starts just speaking into my life and just starts blessing me. And it was you, brother. I don't, I, I, it was almost like we were just pulled together. Yeah, and then we got moved down to the front seat. Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, listen, it's it's not about what you know; it's who you know, baby. And next thing I know, my first time to ever be at Dominion Camp meeting, James Payne's motioned me over. I'm sitting in the prime front row, That's dead right. center. That's right. I take my people where I go. Man, that was amazing. I I was just in shock when my wife was watching. She saw that online. She said, "How did you manage that?" I said, "God sent me a brother uh, from another mother that changed my life, man." That's right. Well, That's right. well, Bishop James, you are a blessing to so many people. You are a blessing to me. Uh, we have connected. There's, there's obviously a very uh, strong draw between us, and and uh, I want to, I want to learn from you. I want to be a part of your ministry. Uh, you have, as as I read in the bio, uh, you have written over 2,500 songs, and and it's just you know you've been nominated for all kinds of different awards. 
Uh, Brother James, for those that don't maybe know a little bit about your ministry, they may know a lot of your songs. I'm sure they do. They may not know you personally yet. They're going to today. Why don't, why don't you tell us and tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit about uh, James Payne, how he came into the ministry, and what's going on in your life right now? I'm a first-generation preacher. Uh, I was raised in a home of, uh, of nine children. Wow. And uh, there's uh, four of us left as of today. My brother passed this morning. Oh. But uh, I lived in Chattanooga at the time, and uh, I was a heroin addict and an alcoholic. Wow. And ended up in the hospital for my third overdose of drugs. My goodness. And, uh, they actually pronounced me dead, pulled the sheet up over my body, mm. and left me in a dark room. And I had never heard a sermon, never been to church. Uh, I didn't know anything about God or anything else. And Jesus appeared to me. Now, when I say that, I, don't, I didn't see his face. Right. I saw the nail prints in his hands. Oh, my goodness. But he appeared to me, and he touched me on my right foot, my pulled Lord. the sheet back off my body. He said, I'm going to raise you up and you're going to carry the gospel around the world. Wow. And uh, I thought that was strange because they had taken all my intestines out and tried to splice them back together and started losing me in the middle of the surgery. Oh, my goodness. Brought me back to the room to die. And I actually lifted up out of my body and I could see my body laying in the what? bed and all the monitors on my body stopped. Oh, my goodness. And if people are listening to us today that don't know the Lord, let me tell you something. There come on, is come on. a Jesus. Yes, sir. There is life after this life. Yes. And should death take you, the same thing will happen to you. Your spirit and soul will exit your body. Wow. And that's what happened to me. And, and uh, when mm. Jesus appeared, my spirit and soul went back down in my body and he touched me on my foot. He said, I'm going to raise you up. You're going to carry the gospel around the world. And when I started telling my family about this, they thought I'd lost my mind. They, they they thought uh, something was wrong. And, but, and James, can I interrupt you right now and just ask yeah. you one more time? Did you say before this all happened, you had never been to a church service? You had never, never heard the gospel? Church, never heard a sermon. There wasn't any Christian uh, uh, TV programs or anything back in, in 1968. Wow. Uh, and so I'd never been to church, never heard a sermon, never heard a preacher. That's incredible. I didn't have anything really to offer the Lord. Uh, he saw something in me nobody else could see, including wow. me. And, uh, and for those of us, uh, of those that might be listening to us right now, you may think your life is worthless, but Come Jesus on. sees something in you. You don't even see in yourself. Come on, Jane. Come and, on. Uh, and it's, and all, and, and if you'll take me as a, as a mainline wow. heroin addict and an alcoholic, never heard a sermon, never been in church. If he would accept me just like I am, he'll accept you just like you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's not difficult. You don't have to go to Bible college. You don't even have to read the Bible. I never read the Bible in my life. My Lord have mercy. Uh, I did read the Bible the next morning after Jesus visited me. And <laughs> yes, the only reason I did, I was looking for my cigarettes. Oh, wow. And pulled the, the, the drawer over uh -oh. from the from the hospital. There was a Gideon Bible. Gideon Bible. I knew he was going to say that. Oh, and That was the first time I'd ever read the Bible. And thank God it didn't have a concordance or, or you know, anything like that. It just page one said, in the beginning, Woo. God created the heaven and the earth. Come when on. I read those words in the beginning, I realized God had been there all the time. Wow. And I just lifted my hand. I had needles all in my arms and, and you know, and, and I was still uh, sick, but I lifted my hand best I could. I said, Lord, I don't know what you want with me, mm. but if you want me here, I am. My goodness. 
And uh, that's 53 years ago, Larry. Wow, Bishop. I've been free. I, I was set free that day. Instantly, just like that. Gone. Just like that. Instantly, alcohol was gone. Mm. Instantly, my desire Listen. for all the things of the world was gone. Y'all need to hear and, this. Uh, I had tried on my own to give these things up before. And, uh, and a lot of people have. They go to church. They yep. try everywhere in the world to give up things. Listen, if you really let Jesus take mm. control of your life, he will come in, sit yes, down on the throne of your heart, and kick the devil out. Say it. And if you let him, he'll keep the devil out of your Woo. life. And you can live victorious, and you can live free. My goodness. And uh, when I got out of the hospital area, I went to church. Never been to church. Uh, the first night I was there, I went down to the altar. I laid my drugs on the altar. I laid mm. my alcohol on the altar. Actually, literally, I laid it there. Wow. I carried a gun from the time I was 13, so I took my gun out. And I laid it there on the altar. <laughs> I'd love to see that and, pastor's uh, face. Thought, you know, thought I was I was crazy. Yes, but I was sick of sin. I, yeah, I was sick yeah. of all that. Mm. I wanted a new life. I had a a wife and a little boy. I got married when I was seventeen. Wow. And by that time, we had a little boy, and uh, I wanted to be a different. And that night, when I gave my life to Jesus, mm. my wife had a new husband. My son had a new father. Jesus. And the devil had a new enemy. Mm, 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 and mm, from that day to this, mm. I have done my best uh, to travel around the world because uh, just about, I guess, four or five weeks after I got saved, we had a visiting evangelist came to our church. And on Sunday night, now I worked a job then and I made about $52 a week. And the reason I know that my tithe was $5.20. <laughs> wow. And and I went to a church that it wasn't wasn't optional to tie. Yes, sir. When you got saved, they told you you need to tie. Mm, I got you make $52 a week and you give 520 and tithe. You yes. missed that 520. Yes. But but one week I had paid my tithe and I had $20 left. It was a month of November, and I was going to buy my little boy and my wife something for Christmas. Mm. This evangelist, as he's there taking the offering, he's going to Haiti on a mission trip, he says. Some of you are sitting here with $20 in your pocket. My God. <laughs> I don't know how he knew that, but I had $20. Oh, Lord. And I didn't want to give it. I put mm. it way down in my pocket. Yep. I thought maybe, you know, this this will pass. But I knew it was the Lord. Yep, yep. And sometimes we don't realize that our destiny is mm. determined by our seed. My God, man. Come on. Let me say that again. Our destiny is determined yes. by our seed. That, that deserves a hand clap right there. a $20 seed, and I didn't know anything about the law of the mm. harvest. I didn't know anything wow. about seed time and harvest. I didn't know anything about that. I just knew the voice of God My said, God. you need to sow that $20. So I walked down, and I didn't hand it to him. I threw it at him. <laughs> I wasn't a cheerful giver. And uh, I, I knew it. I had to do it, so I did it. Oh, I when it. I started back to my seat, he said, young man, come here a minute. Mm. Now, it's important that you hear what I'm saying right here. Come because, on. Uh, I never written a song. I never sung a song. Come on. I never preached a sermon. I never been out of town. Nothing like that. Mm. And it's important that you hear this because that man of God said, come here, young man. And I walked back down there, 19 years old. Wow. And he said to me, your ministry and your music. Whoop. Now, Jesus Whoop. didn't say the music. He just said your ministry. Wow. But this preacher said your ministry and your music will go around the world. Around the world. Around the world. And you had never written a song. Never written a song, never sung a song, didn't play an instrument or anything. <sighs> wow. 
Are y'all hearing and I'm this? I'm talking to you right now. My God. Uh, my bio is, is about two months outdated. My God. Come on. Because I have 85 number one songs. Listen to this. 85 number one songs. 85 number and one songs. And the man got a word from a preacher, a missionary, that this was going to happen, and he didn't even play an instrument. Are y'all hearing this? Yeah. And I've written, I have over 2,500 copyrights. Wow. Uh, you may be listening today. You might've had heard Mike Perky sing, let's have church. Oh, I yeah. wrote that song. Oh, my you may have heard Rusty Goodman sing the greatest love story. I oh. wrote that song. You may have heard Jimmy Swaggart sing, uh, his blood still sets men free. Oh, I wrote Lord. that song. I was raised you on may, these songs, you may brother. Have heard Lee Greenwood sing, turn around. Oh. I wrote that song and I, I could go on and on and on of wow. artists in every genre has wow. recorded my music. Wow. And so uh, I want you to know that That's sometimes amazing. when God is talking to you about a seed, mm. he's trying to get you to attach your faith to yeah. that seed. Yes, sir. That will open the door to your destiny because nothing moves God except a seed. My God. Now, your need will move God's heart. Mm but your seed will move God's hand. Well, let's move into that. Let's transition to that, James, because what I want everybody on our program to know, over 2,500 copyrighted songs, so as you've yeah. just heard this man and all these number one hits and everything else, but he's also a preacher of the gospel, as you can already tell. Uh, I mean, the man is on fire, and that's why my spirit just connected with him almost immediately. I told my wife, I called my wife, Brother James, the night I met you in 2019, I called her from the hotel room. I said, I met this guy. He just came over to me. I just know that somehow I'm going to be connected to him, yeah. and he's very, very important in my life. And uh, so I knew that and then when I then when I saw Pastor Rod Parsley the man that's meant so much to so many people yeah. changed so many people's lives yours I'm sure as well you are you are very close to Dr. Parsley and uh, he was so foundational in me and at that time you know when I'm sitting on the front row with you and everything I had no idea that you were about to come up and and, and uh, receive the offer and receive the tithe that night. And that's when you, that's the first time that I really ever heard you fully break down any of this revelation that you have on the seed. And and now we're hearing that this seed began from a, yeah. a $20 gift, uh, $20 a, seed. A not even a, a cheerful giver. You had to throw it at the man just to yeah. get it out of your pocket. Uh, so what is that over the years now, that's been how many years now since that happened? 53 years. 53 years later, God is continuing to add to that revelation. Now we see that that God has you know given you an entire, um, I don't want to butcher this, but I believe it's a concept of seedonomics is a word that God wow. gave you. And and James, am I correct in saying that, that now at this phase in your life, God has given you so much revelation on the seed that you are compiling it in an upcoming book that is about to be available uh, soon. It's in the process of being produced right now. But why don't you continue in that in that genre of what you're talking about, the seed, anything that God puts on your heart about the seed, and then tell us also about what God is doing in your ministry through this book, okay. because I know people are going to want to get a copy of this book. Well, uh, back to that. $20 seed. Yes, sir. Before I left church that night, nobody knew it was the last $20 I had. Mm. And it was for my wife and my son's birthday or Christmas present. Wow. When I left that church that night, I had five $20 bills in my pocket. 
Wait a minute. They didn't know it was my last 20 daughters, but I found out. And you need to hear what I'm getting ready Come to on. say because some of y'all are getting ready for a harvest. My God, I'm receiving when this. When God talks to you about a seed, he's going to talk to somebody else about your harvest. Mm. What? And he talked to me about my seed, but he was talking to five other people about my harvest. And before I left that church, I had my harvest. And all through my life, I began to realize that wow. uh, my seed would move God. But it's only been about 10 years ago, I was in a home, uh, home depot. Mm. And I was looking at seeds because I put in a garden every year. And as I was looking at the seeds, God started me on a journey to wow. a great revelation. Come on. And uh, there it is. This, this is a, a, a package of seeds. I hope you can see that. Yeah, we can see it. We can see it good. It's a package of corn seed. Yes. And as I was looking at this, the Lord asked me a question. He said, what is that? And I said, that's corn. Mm. And when, when, uh, don't worry about that phone. People are just calling, uh, for prayer that's and okay. I'll get to them after this program. Amen. But as I'm looking at this package, the Lord said, what is that? And I said, that's corn. Mm. And he said, no, mm. that's a picture of corn. Oh, you got to get this. And he said, I'm tired of my children only having a picture of the harvest or wow. prosperity. Oh, my goodness. What a revelation. Listen to this. Oh, this is powerful. Man. And, and so I bought every type of seed that they had there. And I've carried them with me for years as I began this journey on the revelation of seed time and harvest. And I realized that as I looked at this package of corn seed, that it had a prophecy on the front of it. Mm. Right here, it says, in 63 days, you can have corn. Wow. Listen, listen. On In 63 days, you can have corn. Mm. On the back of the package, it has a color-coded map. I see it. And outside of it, a date that will tell you when to sow the seed. My goodness. How to sow the seed. Mm. How deep to sow the seed. How to treat the seed, care for the seed in order to get a harvest. My Lord, my Lord, my so Lord. Every, everything that I need to have corn, I was holding in my hand. Wow. Brother wow. Larry. Wow. But you know something? This is the same package. 10 years later that has produced no corn. Wow. Now listen, wait, wait a minute. That's the same package. You've held that That's in your the hand. Same package, 10 years old. And it still hadn't reached its potential. It still has not reached its potential mm. because I have arrested its destiny my. by my actions. Oh Lord. Y'all are y'all getting this? This is unreal. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I have I have Hell, the destiny of this seed. Now, yes. can you imagine this? One kernel of corn will produce a stalk with two ears. Each ear has approximately 750 kernels of corn. Wow. So one seed will produce 1,500, one stalk. Wow. Now, now listen. If you take those 1,500 and you sow them one more time, You've got 2.2 .2 million <laughs> kernels of corn. Woo. So can you imagine in 10 years? 10 years. Uh-oh. 
In 10 years, had I sowed this one package Mm-mm-mm-mm. of corn Jesus. and continue to sow that, can you imagine the wealth, the wealth. Oh, my Lord. The wealth that I would experience just by one package of corn. Wow. Now, what happens a lot of times is because people can't give 500 or they can't give 1,000 or they can't give 5,000, they won't give 100 Mm. because they feel like the 100 is insignificant. Mm. But what you have to understand about financial sowing is that God does not determine the level of your faith by the seeds you release. He determines the level of your faith by the seed that you have remaining. Uh, You understand? uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. You see, if, yeah. if you got $10,000 and God speaks to you to sow a thousand, mm. it doesn't take as much faith to sow that thousand as it does if God says give a hundred and you got 200. Wow. Yeah. Cause that's 50%. You're right. God yeah. determines yeah. the level of your faith by what's in your hand, that's what's so left good. in your hand after you sow. So good. So good. When I sowed that 20, that was all I had. That's every bit. It yep. was every dime I had, mm. but God, See, I'm going to tell you something about about sowing. When you sow in time of devastation, you reap maximum multiplication. Wow. And that's proven in Genesis 26. When Isaac sowed in the famine, Mm. he reaped a hundredfold. Yep, that's it. When I sowed my last 20, before I left the building. Now, you got to understand, I didn't understand the law of seed time and harvest. Mm. I had no knowledge of how seed time and harvest operated. I just know the Lord spoke to me. I sowed my seed. God multiplied it before Ooh. I left the building. Before I got out the door, my seed had been multiplied. My God. I, I went from $20 to $100 in a matter of seconds. Matter of and seconds. that's what seedonomics is about. It was a word God gave to me driving in my pickup truck. Mm. God said, seedonomics. I said, what? He said, seedonomics. I came home, went online, went on Wikipedia, went everywhere trying to find that word. There had never been a word seedonomics. No, I've never heard it. God gave me a word that never existed. And then he gave me a revelation. He said, your seed affects your economics. Mm. Your seed affects your economics. Wow. Economics is the science of wealth. It was invented or introduced by Aristotle in 387 BC. Wow, come on. It was adopted in the U.S. in 1782 as our method of, of commerce. My goodness. Economics, the study of wealth. Mm. Now, it's a science. It's a science. And men know the science. They know how to manipulate the science, and they prosper through economics, mm. buying, selling, restoring, replenishing, marketing, advertising. They prosper through that process. But listen, there's another process that's even greater. Mm. And that's seedonomics. That's when you take part of your economics and sow it, and then God blesses your economics that you have left. If you sow and you sell cars, you'll sell cars when nobody does. If you sell real estate and you sow, you'll sell real estate when nobody sells real estate. That's how seedonomics work. Kingdom, that's baby. That's what God showed me from Scripture. That, that is kingdom, man. Woo! My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm about to run all over the studio, James. That, that is, that is so powerful. If there's ever been a time in 
your lifetime and in my lifetime that we need to get this revelation. It is now because exactly. I'm telling you right now, you better not put your hope in the world. You better not put your faith in the stock market. I ain't telling you not to be in the stock market, but that ain't your source. Right. That ain't your source. The The world is not our source. We are kingdom people. We are remnant people. That's what this broadcast is all about. I'm bringing on people here on this broadcast to, to pull you out of the mess that you're in and to change your perspective. And that's what's happening on this program right now. Your perspective is being changed. You, you understand you've heard from a man who was a drug addict who was strung out who was left for dead who had never been in church in his life god comes into his room arrests him in the room tell he starts reading the bible the next day and next thing you know within uh, just a few days in a couple of weeks he's in church god's blessing him he sows everything he's got in his in his pocket and the man prophesies over him everything that has happened in his life here we sit here on this broadcast post i don't i don't even know if you even have any idea what happened to that man I, or even where he's even went. Yeah, I do. You do. I, I do. Uh, he, uh, he actually let me travel with him some. Oh my goodness. That is awesome. And learn from him. That is awesome. And, uh, and was a mentor to me, man, that so, is phenomenal. So that's what happened. And, uh, his name was, was Nelson Douglas. He mm. was, a uh, he was, a a very popular, uh, sought after uh, minister back in those days. Yes. And, uh, I would travel with him to different crusades, carry his briefcase, mm. serve him, serve him. Yep. And, and yeah, serve him. And, uh, three years after I got saved, I'd always worked a secular job. Three years after I saved, I had my own business mm. and I worked in my own business up until I was 26 years old. Uh, the last week I worked in secular employment was 1976 and I made $5,000 that week in my business. Mm. And then God called me into full-time ministry. Uh, so uh, what, you know, you were talking about stock market and other economic avenues of, of prosperity, uh, property, all that kind of thing. The ones who are making money in that arena are sowers. Yep. Yep. The people that have learned that seed time and harvest works in every area of economics. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was in uh, Texas and a lady walks up to me. She said, I'm about to close my real estate office because nobody's selling heart, selling houses. And I was there taking up an offering, which I always do. I, I've never taken an offering for myself unless the pastor asked me to. But I go in and, and, and the pastor receive an offering for me. But that day I was there receiving an offering and I had a seed myself. We were trying to replace the septic system of the church because it had gone bad. Mm. I asked this lady when she told me that, I said, why don't you sow a thousand dollar seed in this septic system and see what God will do? Mm. She said, well, that's a step of faith for me because I really don't have it. She said, I got to put it on my credit card. Mm. I said, well, I'm not big on debt, but I believe this is a worthwhile uh, endeavor. And so she did. Uh, I saw that lady a year later and she had opened up three offices <laughs> since the last time I talked to her oh, and she God. sold more houses than anybody in her city. Wow. That year. Wow. So you see what was failing through economics yep. when she added seed economics and mm. empowered the economics. See, uh, economics is natural and works on a science. Yep. Yep. Seedonomics is supernatural and works on the word of God that cannot fail. That's the kingdom. That's <laughs> praise kingdom. The Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I tell you what, Bishop, I, I am honored to be walking alongside you. 
I'm honored for you to speak into my life. I'm going to get you in the pulpit here at Solid Rock to speak into this house. I have learned already just from the short time that you've been in my life, uh, revelation from you. I've seen you walk in character and integrity. This is a great man of God. I've seen generals of the faith believe in you. Uh, I've seen your record, your hall of fame. You've just, I'm just looking over some of the things that every Christian television network that's ever existed. You've been on them. Uh, God has opened so many doors for your ministry. And I truly believe Bishop James, that this book that's going to come out is going to just literally change millions of lives all over the world. And, uh, I, I want to send everybody to your website, jamespainministries.com. I will also have it down in the description of the YouTube channel, as well as the podcast. It will be in the show notes where people can click right to it. And I'm sure they can also learn more about your music, where they can get your music and all that from your website. Is that correct? That's that's right. And, uh, the websites being built, uh, cdynamics.com.org or .net will take you right there where the book's going to be. Okay. I didn't want to write a book, Larry. Wow. It was the last thing I wanted to do. You know, because you're a great author yourself. I've read your book. Thank you. Uh, it's not an easy task to do. I didn't really want to do it, but I felt like this revelation had so blessed my life that if I could get it in the hands of believers, it could change their life. Amen. I've been debt-free, Larry, for 35 years. Wow. The ministry's been debt-free for 35 years. Mm. I've helped raise the money and get about 94 churches debt-free. Mm. I've got thousands of people debt-free by taking our teachings and applying it to their life and coming out of debt. Yep. And if there's ever a time when we needed to get out of debt, right it's now. right now. It's right now. Yep. We saw during the pandemic when everything shut down, people yep. lost homes, they yep. lost churches, they lost businesses because they had not planned for the future. Yep. And so I would encourage you, you know, Jesus taught in Matthew six to his disciples. He said, birds don't sow or reap and they don't have barns. Mm. That one statement lets me know God wants me to have surplus because you don't need a barn unless you got surplus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just said, said that to my. Than the birds. I literally just you said that to our church barn, yesterday. You can sow and reap, and you can change your economics. Absolutely. If you don't have overflow, then you are selfish. You all you all you're doing is thinking about yourself. God doesn't want my cup full; He wants my cup running over, because that way I can impact the ones that I love, impact the kingdom, impact the world. And I believe that's what Seed and Novice is all about. I can't wait. I'm gonna be one of the first ones to get that book. I'm hoping I get a signed copy. And uh, you will absolutely. I cannot wait. So go go to JamesPainMinistries.com. As I said, that you could just look down in the show notes and click it. Uh, we will have Bishop James back on here again and uh, in the future. It has been an honor to have you, sir, on the program. Larry, can I say one thing before we go? Yes, sir. People that listen to you and are blessed by you and you speak into their lives, I would like to encourage them. Become a partner with Brother Larry and the big picture. Thank you. Make it part of your sowing. Mm. So you mean so much to me because, see, when we sow – into something that touches our life. God reciprocates, I believe, every time with a hundredfold harvest. Wow. And so I want to encourage the people that are listening, viewing, uh, I want to encourage them to make the big picture, Larry Raglan, part of your sowing and watch what God will do. Well, thank you very much. And, and I appreciate it. And I say it humbly, I do believe it's good seed. And I do believe a good ground, I should say. And I do believe that I prayed for God to bring the right people to my life. And I'm thankful 
that James Payne is in my life, and I'm thankful that you've been on this program with me. So, brother, I appreciate you. I thank you. And uh, we want to encourage everybody that is watching the big picture to make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. That is so, so important to us. Hit that thumbs up button, comment, share, follow, all of the above. Because the more subscriptions we get, the more thumbs up we get, the more people this gets put in front of and the gospel can be spread. So until next time, very, very excited that you are with us. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on The Big Picture.